Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Dash Open podcast. Dash Open is your source for interesting conversations about open source and other technologies from the open source program office at Verizon Media. We're the home of many leading internet brands, including Yahoo, AOL, TechCrunch, Huffington Post, and many more. My name is Gil Yehuda, and I'm on the open source team at Verizon Media. And on the show today, we have Mujib Wahab, who manages a security team that's focused on anti-abuse and core security-related technology platforms. With us today also is Henry Avitisian, who is a distinguished engineer on the security platforms team and works with Mujib. Welcome, Mujib and Henry. Hello, Gail. Nice Hello. to be here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Thank you. I'm glad to have you here on the show. We're going to talk about security. Sometimes people don't talk about security as much. It's, you know, oh, that's like a secret world. But we don't keep a lot of that secret. We actually share some of it. We've even open sourced some of it. This is the open, the Dash Open podcast. We like to talk about open source. And let's lead with an open source project that came out of your team that is security related called Athens. What is Athens? Athens itself provides two major features. One is service authentication. What that means is anytime you bootstrap an instance, whether that instance is a container, bare metal, maybe it's a virtual machine, whether it's something you deploy in AWS within your Kubernetes cluster, that itself, that instance has to have an identity. And that identity is in the form of an X509 certificate. That allows that service, that instance, communicate with any other instance within your infrastructure, whether it's within your data center on-prem, whether it's in public cloud, whether you have a hybrid cloud solution. That allows that instance to securely communicate with any other service within your infrastructure using TLS. And it's not just TLS, it provides MTLS, which is mutual TLS authentication. So now the receiving server not only establishes a secure connection, but also knows exactly what service is asking for some resource from itself. That's the first feature. The second major feature is role-based authorization. When we talk about security, authentication itself is not enough. That's only the first step. Once you authenticate, next you need to authorize. And for authorization, Athens provides a role-based authorization system. It could be based on your identity certificates in the form of next five certificates, or we also support industry-based standards, JWT access tokens, so your clients can obtain access tokens, and then they can actually pass those access tokens along with the identity certificates to the receiving server to request some type of a resource from that service. Service can verify the identity based on the x certificate, and then it can authorize based on the access token to make sure you are authorized to assume a specific role, which has been authorized to execute this specific action on the resource. And based on that, you, you can return the resource that you're looking for. We know now what Athens is. Why open source it? Why open source collaboration is key for the security. We wanted to open source this security product so that we can collaborate with many great minds across the thing and take this product to the next level. You know, just to give you a little bit more background, we are moving from this several decades of uh, network model of a perimeter-based network model to a zero-trust security model. When it comes to zero-trust security model, then we need to make sure that that threat exists both inside and outside. But let me just understand, there's perimeter-based security model, 
which means that I guess if you secure the perimeter, the bad actors are on the outside and everything on the inside is okay. As long as you secure the perimeter, you're okay. That was the old way. Yeah, that was the assumption that since we are securing with the security zone, ACLs and DMZ and all those stuff, the assumption is that it's secure, nobody can come in inside. Right. right. So the so, new model is zero trust security. Yes. I trust that you'll explain what that means. Yeah, zero trust security. So the perimeter security model is trust but verify. But the zero trust security model is that never trust and always verify. In a nutshell, that's what exactly the zero trust security mean is. That, that it has several core principles. Few of the core principles is that the traffic should be encrypted. It doesn't matter whether you're communicating within your data center or going outside of the wall or, or coming inside of the wall. Then since the threat may exist within your office or, or external also, then you need to authenticate every single client is connecting to you. That's another principle. Authentication itself is not enough, as Henry uh, said earlier, that you also need to authorize to make sure that authenticated principle, whatever action is trying to perform on your resource, is being authorized or not. Mm-hmm. And we also need to make sure that we provide a least, that principle that have a least privileged access to access your resource, not like wide admin access. These are the few core principles, and that's what Athens enables you to achieve those principles. Athens is a framework it's open source, which means that anyone can use it. That's right. Anyone can find it. Yes. Where could they find it? You can start with Athens.io website. Athens.io. And Athens spelled with a Z? Yes. Okay, so Athens spelled with a Z at the end, .io. And there's a website, and there's documentation. There's a documentation that's linked to our GitHub. There's a GitHub repo where you could look at the code. Oh, it's not like we're saying, I guess, zero trust people. We're not saying trust our binary, saying look at our code, right? Because you're going to be running this as your security framework to authenticate your containers, your instances, and your public, private, or hybrid cloud, because we do, and we show you the code so they can inspect it. And if they find an opportunity to improve the code, they could. The whole purpose of open sourcing is to you know, have everyone contribute. They may think of different other ideas how we can mm. improve the security. Right, so they can just open an issue, issue a pull request, we'll look at it, we'll work with them. Yes. And we want to make it better. We want to make this kind of standard. I mean, if it works well for us, and we're a pretty big company, we do quite a lot of work in this space. But if it works well for us, it might work well for others too. Yeah, that is the power of open source. Henry, what's coming next with Athens? Like, where's it going? in terms of features to the framework or things that a security platforms engineer needs to worry about? Right now we have integration with Kubernetes. Our Kubernetes platform engineering team has open sourced the pieces that you need to integrate Kubernetes clusters with Athens. That allows our, uh, if you bring up a Kubernetes cluster, you can actually use Athens within your Kubernetes cluster to make sure every single container within your cluster has an identity in the form of an XML certificate. Mm-hmm. We also have in plans to in, uh, open source the components for OpenStack and AWS. That allows <coughs> any instance that you bootstrap within AWS also come up automatically with an Athens external certificate identity. Obviously, uh, our OpenStack team is working on integrating the Athens within OpenStack, and then hopefully they'll be able to open source that component as well. As far as functionality within Athens, one of the major areas we're focusing on is compliance and auditing. As we deployed Athens within Verizon Media, 
one of the major requirements was if you have a property that is under SOX compliance, they need governance, risk, and auditing capabilities, you want to make sure all those components are available within Athens. I should be able to look at any role, any audit history, and to find out exactly why a specific change was made, who authorized it, and who approved it. So one of the major features we're working on right now is to provide all that capability within Athens. So we maintain our logging history, we maintain a full audit workflow. So a single person will not be able to make a change to a role authorizing it himself or herself or somebody else to have full access to resources, but instead that request is being approved by an, an external entity, thus satisfying the auditing requirements. Operating this as an open source project, do you find that the speed of deployment is either faster or slower, or the quality of code is either better or worse? Like, How does this change the way you think about or you observe your code as this is really an open source project? As an open source project, I think one of the major benefits that I see is the quality of code. Because when you are submitting that PR, you know that the whole world is watching. Somebody else might look at that code and go, what the heck are you doing here? Right. So you always, in a sense, you get to review that code and you think about, is this the best possible solution for this problem? In that sense, the fact that you are writing that code, if you're doing your own development, you might even sometimes skip testing. Very bad practice, mm -hmm. but you might skip it. Right. But when you're putting as part of open source, you want to make sure that you also have full test coverage. Uh, whenever you're testing framework you're using, you want to make sure everything is tested, you probably have, you're reaching for at least maximum 100% code coverage. And that kind of like increases your code quality because not only you're writing your code, you're also writing your test cases. You think about the architecture design to make sure if somebody else is looking at my code, are they going to go and go, this is a great code. I should be running this because I trust this guy who actually wrote this code. So what I'm hearing is that when you are working on a security related framework, Quality is essential. Absolutely. Like you can't compromise on the quality of security. And by moving to open source, that just changes the game, right? Absolutely, yes. Right. Authentic. And have the ability to customize things that are internal, that are going to be, you know, not, not something that we need to share. It's sort of unique to the way we do our operations. And every other company is going to have their sort of way of doing it too. And you ex guess you get the best of both worlds. If I can add what a uh, little bit more. Yeah, what please. Andy, yeah, what Andrew said is that when we had a requirement that we need to have our workloads are deploying in dynamic environments, so we no longer have a legacy way of authenticating that workloads, and we wanted to issue an identity for every single services deployed on the workload so that we can do authentication and authorization. That was our requirement. When we start looking into, obviously, like we are open source passionate people, we don't want to go and reinvent the wheel. We looked at the open source to see is anything similar to meet that requirement. We couldn't find one, so we thought we should build one. But at the very beginning itself, we decided that, okay, we are going to open source it. That means we need to have this interface. We don't want to have two different copy because it's always a challenge that once you open source, we end up having a copy in open source, GitHub and on-prem, then it gets out of sync some time and it's unmanageable. So that was our principle from very beginning that we will develop everything in open source, have all the interfaces, we'll bring it inside and interface with our local system. Brilliant. Recommendation to people who are looking to build open source platforms, think about it first, like design, design for an open source reality. Um, we have a lot of users. That means that Athens must scale quite a bit. Tell us about that. 
on average, uh, we are generating close to two million certificates daily. Two million, two million yes. certificates daily. Yes. We're okay. using another open source component from Verizon Media called CryptKey, which is our certificate signer, mm -hmm. which is interfacing with your hardware security module to actually sign certificates. And your private key is stored in HSM. And that's also open source uh, project from Verizon Paranoid Engineering called CryptKey. Mm -hmm. So we are issuing over close to 2 million certificates daily. And one of the unique features that Athens provides is all the certificates are very short-lived. We do not issue certificates that are valid for six months or a year, as you would get from a typical certificate authority. By default, our certificates, in most cases, are only valid for 30 days. And our services that we provide automatically refresh them daily. So on every single day, you have a unique certificate for your instance being deployed, whether you're running in Kubernetes, whether you have a job running in Screwdriver, whether you have something running in Vespa, some components, some job running in Vespa, or if you are uh, you know, deploying your instance in AWS. Vespa is another one of our open source projects, right? Yes. Vespa.ai for people who are looking at for big data serving, right? Yes. Okay. Gosh, we have all open source all over the place. All of these things operate at really high scale. I mean, like millions, millions of containers then. Henry, what's next for Athens? Last year at KubeCon, we presented our solution, our integrated solution within Athens and our Kubernetes cluster. And there was a lot of interest in our solution at the uh, KubeCon in San Diego. What we're planning next is how can we make Athens as part of a CNCF foundation? We're looking for more companies who are interested in security, who have already uh, Kubernetes clusters running within their infrastructure and they want to integrate with Athens, make it secure, make sure all their uh, containers have an X509 certificate-based identity. And we're hoping that those companies can integrate with Athens, become users of Athens, extend its functionality, features, provide you know new functionality, new features, provide pull requests. We're definitely like you know encouraging everybody to take advantage of it, take advantage of our solution, and see how we can actually help them to solve their own problems. So if you're listening to this podcast and security is important to you, Kubernetes is important to you, go to Athens.io, find Henry and Mujib, you'll find contacts your contacts there, and you could work with us to bring this to the masses and to bring this uh, to the CNCF and to companies around the world. Mujib, Henry, thank you very much for your time. Really appreciate this exploration into the details of how security works in the security platforms. If you've enjoyed this episode of Dash Open and you wanted to learn more about our open source program, other technologies, please visit developer.yahoo.com. You can find us on Twitter at YDN.